housekeeping at the white house by walden fawcett this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the conduct of the domestic affairs of the executive mansion is now carried on upon a basis and under conditions radically dissimilar to those which prevailed at any previous time in the history of the nation many influences have cooperated to bring this about but one of the principal causes is found of course in the lavish entertaining on the part of the president and mrs roosevelt a new era in white house housekeeping has necessarily dawned too with the changes and alterations brought about by the remodeling of the presidential mansion these have embraced not only a transformation in the kitchen but also new dining-room arrangements which have had their effect in inducing the formulation of new housekeeping policies the laundry which formerly adjoined the kitchens in the basement has under the new arrangement been relegated to a place in one of the terraces or one-story wings which extend on either side of the white house and additional room has thus been provided for the kitchens the capacity of which has been increased by the provision of additional ranges likewise a marked improvement has been made in the facilities for the delivery of provisions and other supplies to the culinary department formerly a source of much inconvenience by the rearrangement of the main floor of the mansion the butler's pantry is fully three times as spacious as it was formerly the alterations of the dining rooms should be mentioned as having an important bearing upon the housekeeping arrangements in general the private dining room in the northwest corner of the building used when the presidential family is dining alone or with only a few guests is the least changed of any of the apartments on the main floor a dome ceiling has however replaced the former flat one and the decorations have been renewed white is now the predominating color in the ornamentation and the room is colonial in effect the private dining room is now furnished throughout in mahogany and the sideboard buffet serving tables and chairs are all antiques and calculated to arouse the enthusiasm of any collector adjoining the private dining room is the state dining room an architectural masterpiece and preeminently the most artistic apartment in the new white house the dining room is a reproduction of a saxon hall and is panelled to the ceiling in oak there is a massive mantel of free stone richly carved and a ponderous silver chandelier the walls are decorated with antique flemish tapestries and a cordon of mounted game heads lines the four walls near the ceiling the dining table which ordinarily has place in this room is only ten by six feet in size but it is used only for the less formal dinner parties on the occasion of a state banquet the table is built in the shape of a crescent or on three sides of a hollow square in order to accommodate the greatest possible number of guests there are in the apartment fifty-six chairs upholstered in ornamental tapestry together with two high-backed chairs for the use of president and mrs roosevelt the letters of protest which reached the white house following the appearance in the newspapers of an account of some especially elaborate entertainment given by the president indicate clearly that a large proportion of the public does not understand that uncle sam pays only a very small portion of the housekeeping expenses at the presidential home the government pays for the maintenance of the building and its furnishings and for the heating and lighting of the residence 
but the president must defray his own household expenses such as all items for the purchase preparation and serving of food and of course almost the entire outlay necessitated by a state banquet comes from the president's private purse in many respects this sharing of expense entails inconvenience for instance in the administration of the white house laundry the government provides only for the cleaning of the white house linen in the strictest interpretation of the word no official provision is made for that of the presidential family thus the expenses of the appurtenances of the state dining room are defrayed out of the public funds but the president himself must pay for the care of the linen used in the private dining room separate accounts are kept of all of these items there is a wide range of possibilities in the matter of household expenses at the white house established custom decrees that the president shall give certain dinners and receptions at the white house each year just as an unwritten law decrees that he shall hold a great reception on new year's day but aside from these functions the entertaining at the white house may be as elaborate or as modest as the chief magistrate and his wife may wish presidents cleveland harrison and mckinley all lived rather simply with only a moderate amount of entertaining and each saved something each year from the salary of fifty thousand dollars paid to the nation's highest official it is doubtful however if the present incumbent of the nation's highest office will find it directly profitable from a monetary standpoint president and mrs roosevelt have entertained more lavishly than any previous occupants of the white house not even excepting chester a arthur and their expenditures for this style of living will probably reach at least fifty thousand dollars annually and very possibly considerably more how great are the demands of such a dispensation of hospitality may be imagined from the fact that during a considerable portion of the winter of nineteen o three president roosevelt paid for the services of twenty-three servants in addition to those remunerated by the government the government pays one thousand five hundred dollars per annum for a housekeeper one thousand eight hundred dollars for a steward and two thousand dollars for a cook for the white house the chef receives in addition a bonus of two thousand five hundred dollars from president roosevelt in case of the large state dinners the arrangements are usually placed in the hands of an expert caterer and the conditions in so far as expenses are concerned are not very different from those which obtain when a private citizen of means gives a large dinner at a fashionable hotel the bill for the entertainment is very frequently made out on the basis of so much per plate due allowance being made of course for cooking which is done at the white house and for certain provisions which the white house storerooms afford president roosevelt is most fastidious as to the quality of viands and wines and the highest superiority of quality is essential it is probable that no state dinner at which from seventy to ninety guests have been present held since the chief executive assumed office has cost less than eight hundred dollars and in the case of some of the repasts fifteen dollars a plate would appear to be a modest estimate of the cost the expense of a state banquet is however trivial aside from the outlay in the culinary department and for the services of the waiters whom custom has decreed shall be colored men music is usually furnished by the marine band which is composed of enlisted men in the marine corps and the white house conservatories furnish so bountiful a supply of flowers that it is seldom necessary to make purchases 
from commercial florists although as has been explained the government provides a housekeeper for the white house mrs roosevelt usurps most of the functions of that position mrs roosevelt is intensely domestic and she exercises a more rigid supervision of every detail of the household arrangements than any of her predecessors with the possible exception of mrs hayes the first lady of the land has an exceptionally long day for a woman who is in society she is usually at breakfast at seven thirty o'clock in the morning and from the time of the conclusion of this meal until ten o'clock she gives her whole attention to directing the servants inspecting the kitchen and superintending the arrangements for luncheon and dinner luncheon is served in the private dining room at one thirty o'clock and usually occupies about one hour during what is known as the official social season the interval between four and six o'clock on one or more afternoons a week is devoted to one of mrs roosevelt's notable teas at which from five hundred to six hundred guests are usually present dinner is served at seven thirty o'clock and is a distinct daily event at the white house under the present regime for the president and mrs roosevelt look forward to this hour or two the length of time spent at the dinner table being determined by the engagements to follow as the best opportunity to gather around them the friends whose society they really enjoy full dress is demanded at dinner at the white house but the evening meal is under ordinary conditions informal in so far as frigid etiquette is concerned the dinners like the luncheons are a sad trial to the white house cook for he never knows in advance how many will sit down to a repast the president is liable to invite any person who happens to call to remain for the next meal and not infrequently he extends these invitations at the eleventh hour so to speak word has frequently been sent down to the white house kitchens as late as an hour before the time set for service that there would be anywhere from two to six extra guests to luncheon or to dinner as the case might be these private dinners are not of course as elaborate as the state banquets but they are nevertheless thoroughly creditable to the entertainer and the place of entertainment perhaps four to five dollars a plate would be a fair estimate of cost still another line of expenditure which has not been indulged in by former mistresses of the white house and which involves in the aggregate a most liberal outlay is found in the collations that mrs roosevelt has made it a practice to serve at her afternoon receptions and musicales this refreshment has not moreover been limited in menu to the cup of bouillon and wafers served at most fashionable homes but has embraced a dainty repast consisting of sandwiches ices tea chocolate coffee and some iced drink when it is remembered that anywhere from five hundred to twelve hundred people have been served at each of these gatherings it will be appreciated that considerable expense has been inevitable indeed were not mrs roosevelt a domestic economist of rare ability the white house expenditures would far exceed their present high figure end of housekeeping at the white house by walden fawcett read by betty b